Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So, Kevin, here's what I said for those that are just joining us. And good morning to you on a Monday. It is Kevin and Query. Jake Query here, Kevin Bowen, Mark Dykton as well. A 93.5, fan. It is gorgeous out. Lighter earlier in the morning. Um, what I said earlier was this, to paraphrase. The Colts have taken me back in time because this reminds me of the mid-80s or second half of the 90s just before Peyton Manning level Colts. Searching for a quarterback, trying to come up with little reasons to be positive. Coming into the season, the Colts franchise promised us that they were all chips in. And they went out and got Matt Ryan. And they were all chips in on the season. And they had taken care of the problem, as you had mentioned, Kevin, with Carson Wentz. And now here they are circling the drain. They're boring. They can't guard anything. Their offensive line that we were promised was going to be the area where they were going to build from the inside out is a total disaster. And one of two things is the case. They either are doing what the Pacers are doing and looking towards the future and sacrificing the season towards that, which is fine, except for that they sold everybody a bill of goods and they've been lying about it, or this really is, in their opinion, they're all chips in, at which point their assessment of chips sucks and the chips they have are awful. It's one of those two things. But my question for you, Kevin, is this. Frank Reich keeps saying, this is on me. We have the players. I need to do a better job. I didn't coach him up. I came up with the wrong game plan. He's routinely said this. Does Frank Reich want out? Is he asking to be fired? I'm asking that 60% rhetorically and 40% seriously. But is this a guy that... People say, you know, all the time with teams, did the coach lose the locker room? Did the locker room lose the coach? You know, I'm a big believer, Jake, in like the NFL, it's self-motivated individuals, you know, for the most part, you should be, you know, playing for your job, playing for your livelihood. But when you have not had a score on an opening drive all season long, you haven't had a halftime lead in 11 straight games, at some point, that is a reflection on your head coach. For sure. Who's also your play caller, who's also in charge of the scripted portion of plays, all of those things. Um, I brought it up late last week, Jake, and someone threw this idea out to me. I mean, could Frank Reich retire at the end of the year? It doesn't seem like the craziest thought in the world. Especially now, right? Obviously, Jim Mercer could beat him to the punch, I guess, really. Um, He just looks so dejected. So dejected. Now, given his playing resume... As an underdog and all these comebacks and whatever, and you listen to his post-game press conference yesterday, his words don't sound like that. His words don't, but the body language to me tells a totally different story. And again, ben, you know, having Jim Mercer interfere to bench Matt Ryan, the firing of Marcus Brady, which I think was much more unreich, these are very unreich moves. And um, yeah, I, I don't think it's the most ludicrous question at all. But again, I think there's merit for Jim Mercer to walk in there today and say, all right, enough's enough.
which I, I have not said to this point. You know, to do something midseason would take just pitiful embarrassment, and that's exactly what yesterday was. Again, with the areas of this football team that him and Chris Ballard believe in the most. This is not the the Kevin. first year defensive coordinator, Jake is putting together a performance yesterday that the New England Patriots have not had in a dozen years. New England was so bad on offense yesterday. This is not Gus Bradley's scheme, taking time to develop this and that. This is year five of your head coach and play caller, year six of your GM, whose number one belief is offensive line. If I'm Jim Irsay, that to me is like, why should we continue with this operation when you guys have built it to this point? That would be the one where I'm just looking at, looking at this and thinking, why? Why should I continue to do How this? How long do you think most general managers should get? How many years? Right around a handful. Because we're in year what for Chris Ballard? Six. Year six. And they are at this point how many years away if they're kind of doing a reset here? That, that buys you how many more years? Three? Two? Like if you draft a rookie QB in April? Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, probably in the two to three range. So now we're looking at eight to nine years with what, a playoff win? Yeah, and zero division titles. <laughs> right. Ballard's refusal to swing the bat has extended his leash. I mean, kudos his to him, I guess. to take a chance. What about his refusal to talk to anybody? Yeah, I, I think we need to hear from him. I honestly think we need to hear from Ursa. We only hear from Merce when it's going well. We only hear from Merce at the NFL owners' meetings. When have we heard from Merce after a loss this season? It but just, you know it'll what? It'll be a tweet. It won't be a. It won't be a video or anything like that. It'll be a tweet like "tough win," but thanks for coming you know, out. Kansas City game right there by the bus. Yeah. I do like Drake. Accountability from the top down. Someone asked if Drake could play left tackle. Did you notice with Drake how long his leash is? Could Seems be. to be a theme, right? Could be a part of the organization's theme. Trucker Rob. What's up, Rob? Good morning. Good to talk to you, Jake. Kevin, how you guys doing this morning? Trucker Rob, good Monday morning to you. You know, I had three thoughts this morning as I was driving up here to my delivery on the northwest side. I thought, you know what, Jake, you talked about that time machine. I don't think young people realize, you know, back in the 80s, we went to the Marsh Grocery Store. And we got our paper sacks, and we cut holes in them and wore them in, in the stadium. Oh, yeah. You know, I, 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 that's the one thing. The second thing, they just need to put a big banner out in front of Lucas Oil Stadium that says, give us a team we can be proud of again. Thank you, the fans of Indianapolis. And the third thing, you know, I, I've, I've listened to what Kevin said. You know, Ursay doesn't usually do the things that his dad did. I mean, we all know – how, you know, contentious his dad was. But, you know, I really seriously think that it's time. You need to fire the head coach. You need to let him go. As far as Chris Ballard, you know, I, 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 he, he's part of it too. He's a big reason of it too. And like you guys have said, you know, he's the guy that has gone and said, oh, this is, you know, this is my cup of tea. This is what I know how to do. You know, I know how to draft players. I know how to do this. Well, you know, where are we at now? You look at the situation that we're at now, and now we're stuck in a conundrum, if you will, because how are we going to – what's going to happen with the draft? Unless – how many games do we have left in the season? How many games left? Eight. 
Okay, so so what's what what's the deal? I mean, you know, you look at okay, the Detroit Lions now are what one and six right now. You know, I mean, so if you go by theory and, and the way things go, they would have a prime pick in the draft. So, so right now, point. that's a yeah. good point, Rob. Um, yeah, I mean, Texans, Panthers, Lions, yeah, all the I mean, two losses are less, and all of them have got to be in the quarterback market. So, so you're yeah. going to, you know, theoretically, you'd have to move up probably, it's right? It's not an ideal situation. I mean, you're looking at right now, unless you make a trade, potentially the fourth QB in that draft class. Does it come a time where you're just like, you know what? I just got to send a message if you're Ursay. We've had all these different scapegoats. Now we've got to send a message with the top of the organization, and we got to do it midseason. This from what's happening, Todd. Hey, what's happening? Your lines are busy, but when the Colts win their next three games and the Titans lose two or three, we're back in first in the AFC South. When the Colts beat the Raiders and turn it around, they'll take it back home and beat the best team in the NFL, the Eagles, and the whole narrative changes. We still got a shot. This team will come around. Go Colts. Man, season ticket hold. Whoever's selling season tickets, call him. He's all in. We got a new guy starting today. (laughs) How about yesterday? That was a beautiful day in Foxborough, which I know was shocking to everyone. Took 11 minutes um, for the Colts' uh, first wide receiver tight end to catch a pass in in the game. Took 20 minutes for your first first down non-penalty. How about your first third down conversion? They're hoping they can start the game back up today to try and get that. <laughs> Twiddling our thumbs waiting for yeah. that one. Yeah. That'll be next year. They were what? 0 for 16 between third and fourth down conversions? Yeah. 0 for 14 on third down, 0 for 2 on fourth down. It's solid. The Kylan Granson fullback dive really worked. They should hang a banner for that. I mean, honestly, there should be a banner up, shouldn't there be? They should hang a banner like oh, 0 for 14 on third down conversions, which is awesome. They should hang a banner again for Matt Pryor for being benched at three different positions in the same season. Like that is like. So who's the scapegoat this week? Pryor, Chris Strasser, or does it go to Frank Reich? Um, that would be hilarious if it was Strasser because it wasn't Reich just singing his praises a week ago, just like he said about Matt Ryan. So like a week later, you know. Oh, Strasser's out, too. We have Matt Ryan. Remember we have that. Matt Ryan. I really hope Marcus Brady enjoyed some nice whiskey during the game yesterday, just sitting on his couch. I think Stephon Gilmore's like, hey, Bill, can you can right. you come get me out is of that, here? Is that any way the trade deadline can be pushed back another You week? know, today, uh, Jeff Perlman wrote a book about Bo Jackson, and I ordered it, and it, it arrives today. And, and I've said the reason... I know we're up against it here. The the reason that I'm so fascinated by Bo Jackson is because he was the marquee athlete of my late high school years. And that's, I think, for so many people, music, you know, people so much get, like, caught up in the nostalgia of their high school years. or their. And, and again, I said it earlier. I'm going to say it again. I want to thank the Colts. I want to thank them for allowing me every Sunday to just nestle in and go back to 1985. Total ineptitude, quarterback rotation, constantly looking for answers that aren't there and being the laughing stock of the NFL. Hell yes, let's go. I, I love every minute of it. I hope that I can go to Kroger and get a Johnny Cook's poster to make paper airplanes to fly down on the field. Maybe Huddle will be out there, the little the little mascot, the pony thing that dropped a deuce on the 20-yard line. Zoop, well, let's get Zoop out lifting Tonka trucks. I mean, hell yes, I'm all in. What was that? Love it. 8 Look o'clock up. hour coming up. Kevin and Corey. <laughs>